apparently the reason Jonathan Majors was not immediately booted was Disney at one point came to Johnny Depp after they booted him off Pirates of the Caribbean and were like, hey, we're thinking about doing another Pirates, would you come back? And essentially Johnny Depp was like, yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And refused. And so Disney was like, shit, they shot themselves in the foot. And that's when they had shifted gears and was like, all right, well, we're going to make a new one with Margot Robbie as a star. Now already kind of fallen to the wayside and they smooth things out with Depp and he's like, yeah, all right, I'll come back. Because I guess he's like, look, I was, you know, I won the suit. He made whatever movie just came out not too long ago. The people were like, oh, it was really good, blah, blah. But I guess he's looking around like, yeah, I didn't even know the blockbuster like today. So <laughs> I think that's why he kind of went along with smoothing things over and was like, yeah, I'll do it. So they said that they didn't get rid of Jonathan Majors because I guess behind closed doors, they were like, look, we jumped the gun with Depp and he ended up being found not guilty. Let's not throw this dude under the bus. And then he messed around and everything's, yeah, we found out he's not guilty, like he said. But now, for whatever reason, apparently stuff has not died down with him, like as far as people's reactions to it and whatnot, which mm-hmm. is highly unfair. But after all this buildup and stuff they've already shot, like Loki and stuff they had in the plans, now, from what I heard this week, the resolve behind Disney's closed doors is the whole thing of Multiverse of Madness where basically the Illuminati said they killed Doctor Strange because he became one with the dark hole and was all bad and all that shit. So it sounds like now, kind of like Wanda was for that movie, he's about to be that going forward. So it's kind of the whole third eye, dark, strange, whatever the fuck they're going to do. And it sounds like he's going to be the villain now, which I'm just like, really, y'all, this is about to be bad. This mm. ain't a good move. You should stick with what you got. Like I said, until John the Major is absolutely found guilty, we found out he's a piece of shit. You need to stick it out with this dude. You already was going to build up around this. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Again, some people could be shitty. I didn't even act in the movie after that. Fuck them. I don't care. I don't like them, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can separate the two. The big thing with Disney is just that they are always promoting this family-friendly image. Yeah, I hate to say it, dude. It's my boy, but... Robert Downey was a cokehead, doing all kinds of shit in the 80s. You ain't booted him out for nothing. Y'all booted James Gunn, and then when it backfired, hey, come on back, James. Direct the movie. Y'all bend the line when you need to. So, again, until this dude is found guilty, I don't give a shit if you got to put everything on pause until the trial runs. This shift to going to Doctor Strange just mm, does not feel like it's going to be a good decision. Well, like it's going to go well. If you got to end up starting to rewrite Secret Wars and everything you had planned, that's how does this affect Deadpool? Because you've already been shooting that. And the only reason we're not shooting now is because of Strike. Again, my theory is it's going to be Deadpool kills them all over the universe because you bring about all these old Fox people. So I think that's what it's going to be. It sounds very Ryan Reynolds like. Let me kill off all the bullshit from the past. Okay, fine. That works. I'm on board with that. Comic accurate suits and all. But now you had this whole thing going to Secret Wars, the next big thing after the Infinity Saga, and everything's getting screwy, and your answer is, well, let's just make Doctor Strange the bad guy. That don't sound good. That don't even sound right. You have And that was a half-baked idea from Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Because everything that was leading up to that kind of showed like this big battle between Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange, secondly, evil Doctor Strange, turned out not to be much. It was just a joke a two, three minute scene, and then that was it. Leads Marvel down this path of these half-baked movies. Guardians kind of solved some of that for them. I mean, there's different director involved, but again, Spider-Man, at least to me, not yeah, well like fleshed out. Even, 
even Spider-Man today, and I've read this a few days this week. So it sounds like there's gonna be four villains for Spider-Man Four. No, no, that's what it's, happened with Spider-Man Three, the Raimi Spider-Man. It, they kept it throwing is Kingpin. No, it is Mister Negative. Okay, Scorpion, and I can't remember the last dude's name. Is it Phantom? Some shit like that. Fine. I mean, because like even if you look at the second movie with Mysterio. That movie just does not work out well. Opinionated about that second Spider-Man movie. The first one is great. That second one starts that decline. In Arsenal, you have so many different ways you could go with your universe because you have so many diverse and distinct characters and not just heroes. You have very good, well-written-out villains that you could For decades. To explore. Decades worth of villains. Right. One, stop killing them off after one film. That'll solve half your problems right there. But again, we go just X-Men. And I'm not even going Magneto first. I'm talking about before you even get to that point, you literally got Mr. Sinister. I can just stop right there. Like, that whole, just that, is a whole storyline in itself that is fantastic. You don't even have to go back to do the Charles Xavier Magneto thing, which we already know we're going to get to eventually anyway. But if you just started at Mr. Sinister, you have a very clear line of stories that you can begin to tell. You have the Dark Phoenix saga if you do it properly. Probably that and failed twice. But okay. Right. But if you really sat down and did it like it's because again, I've said it a million times, you have zero excuse because your words, your images, everything has already been fucking laid out for you. You have one thing. Take it from that and put it on film. Very simple. Blueprint's been laid. You should have no reason to fail. <laughs> but again, they fail constantly. So, I don't know. But Disney needs to make some decisions. And, yeah, you can slow down and say we're not going to put out as much content as we were. That's fine. But if you start to put out content after that and you keep doing these things of changing this and this person going to be the villain now, and it's because you don't have any ideas or you don't have any fresh voices in the room, you're just wasting your time altogether. Uh, in that vein, there's an article that says why 2023 is one of Marvel's worst years yet. So it says Secret Invasion has highly been regarded as a low point in MCU. Why has 2023 been one of the worst years for the franchise? Don't get me started with that show. So you have Ant-Man and Quantumania obviously has issues. Will Kang continue? Guardians 3 obviously being the end of certain things with Guardians and that, that certain actors aren't coming back just because Gunn is not back. Then you have Secret Invasion. Then you have the Marvels. <laughs> what are you talking about now? Everything either now has to be the team up of the villains or the team up of the hero. So I just wish they ahead. would get the right people in those rooms and would shut the fuck up and listen to myself. They need you, Mike. Because they need you specifically. <laughs> Secret Invasion. Even though I got through it, that finale pissed me off. So the boy, I'm trying to say. And when it first got mentioned, Mila said, I'm fucking done. I am done because they did exactly what I didn't want them to do and they're doing it and it's going to be fucking stupid. And they did it anyway. It makes no damn sense. How do you waste? How do you waste Super Scroll that quickly? Again, back to fuck. Again, if you look at that, the context of the importance of the characters in the comic book, how many directions you could go with that and then you just kind of, again, have like some of these half-baked writers in Hollywood that have either agendas or personal vendettas against certain characters. So they start 
during these character assassinations wind up with what becomes Secret Invasion. You always make mention that you already have the playbook for everything you need to do because obviously it was written by and like penned by somebody else and hand-drawn. So you have the storyboards, you have the stories, you have all the arcs you need. And then like with that Secret Invasion, I think Everett Ross was a scroll. Uh, I think Maria uh, Maria Hill died. Uh, yeah. That Fury's wife was a scroll. Yep. <laughs> Biggest and, one. Yeah. Apparently, Rhodey's been a scroll for a long time, which is dumb because his relationship with Tony Stark, and regardless of like what happened in the first movie, I mean the most. If you were a scroll this whole time, in game and Infinity War, and you had the power. To do X, and then all of a sudden you were just magically a scroll. Done something. I mean, a lot of this kind of refers back to the bad decision making that came out of Captain Marvel. That they turned that movie into a comedy. They turned the scrolls into a joke. And now you're trying to make this pivot for different reasons. Obviously because things are fleshed out now for whatever phase four or five, like whatever the heck it is now have to re-pivot. So you already had taken the pivot of making everything important into a joke. It's basically the Mandarin thing. Yeah. Like, you made a joke over the Iron Man 3. Yeah, and that, that's what it started. Exactly what started it. Pivot again because, it's like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Indirect retcons. Hey, remember that thing we were joking about before? Don't pay attention to that. Like, whatever's happening in Captain Marvel, obviously, is supposed to set up something because there's a big gap between Captain Marvel... And I guess it's either going to be Deadpool might be the next movie. So that it's not necessarily going to tie directly into that. But there's a, a big gap between Captain Marvel May of next year. And then you look at what's happening on the Star Wars side, which Shoka might have a larger discussion about that. Particularly with Disney. Disney's in a bad spot. Disney is in a spot where, well, right now you have the writer's strike and kind of the, the SAG strike going on. Not a lot of movement on the movie side and TV side. Financially, Disney's not in a good spot because they're cutting people from ESPN. People from ESPN are going to Fox Sports and kind of vice versa. The theme park's not doing well. Theme parks haven't been doing well since COVID, which then also prompts some of these pivots as far as like the TV and, and movies. And then there's always this rumor about trying to sell off ESPN that I guess the current rumor is that Apple wants to buy ESPN. It's just like this weird thing right now that Disney's just in a bad spot. But if you go back to like 2018, they were rocking and rolling. What changed? And what changed is just that Disney got a little too cocky. They thought what they were doing couldn't fail. Start focusing on characters that people don't care about. Or people don't have any relationship to. And it's like, well, we'll tell you what character you should like. And that's where the problem started to come into play. And then Disney Plus compounds most of that because you're basically getting whatever characters they want you to uh, be forced to focus on. Again, Ms. Marvel said Moon Knight should not be a thing. Oscar Isaac is the actor of our generation. I like to reiterate that. Moon Knight should not be a thing. And then you also have that Echo show, which they're just trying to quietly dismiss. Talk about Disney. It's trying to quietly just get that out there and then 
will be forgotten about. But that was also supposed to be kind of that everything on Disney Plus had to be female led except for Moon Knight and like whatever that werewolf thingy was. Disney Plus only made their problems worse. That if they had to put all that energy directly into the movies and or just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., things would have worked out. But I mean, Disney just got too comfortable and then just started making people not want to care about comic book movies and Star Wars. Still an unbelievable one because how do you fuck up Star Wars? But they won't get rid of she who will not be named. Some of these are fixable. Sometimes it is the decision don't want to make that you have to make in order to help the operation. You have to eliminate certain people from their roles and put competent people into those roles in order to usher forward like whatever this focus needs to be. On the Disney side, where Kevin Foggy could not do any wrong, basically up until 2019. I mean, obviously you had Black Widow come out and there was some controversy around that movie, just how it was going to be released and lawsuits involved. But on a greater level, that movie should never have been greenlit. From the point that if it was being done after Endgame, that movie should never have been greenlit. If it was before Endgame, sure, that movie should have been fine. Maybe written a lot better. Again, David Harbour's character is just basically a, a big joke in the movie. Or Taskmaster is a big joke. Hawkeye, I understand it. But how are they going to tie into whatever the future of Marvel is? Oh, Young Avengers. I peeped that when they did it. I said, oh, we see where this is going. And but they already kind of confirmed that. So Is that going to be a TV show? Is it going to be a movie? Like, how does this know, work? How, how does this like work now, into that? They're still doing Thunderbolts, or I yeah. guess it's delayed now. But even like Captain America, now I'm hearing that it's supposed to be like a whole supervillain team for that movie now. No, so, no, again, I don't. I no, don't no. <laughs> kind of lost because I think you have whatever fight you want to do, what Chapek already screwed up, what Iger's trying to fix, and you got the writer striking all these issues going on all at once. And rather than stop and sit down and figure out which direction to go. They're just in back like, we're just going to throw in out these ideas and do whatever to try to fix it. It's, no. Use this time to sit back and really try to think this thing through and figure it out. You've done the successful thing before. You set the precedent. So, you don't owe us a movie six times out the year. You want that. You said what you want to do. Ten pole summer movie and then one at the end of the year. And literally, as long as the movies are good, nobody's going to complain. Nobody's going to care. Kind of wound up, might get three, four movies a year that maybe every three months, there's a Marvel movie and then TV shows in the middle of that. There's a brain drain kind of going on with, on the Marvel side where you just, the writers are tired, the animators are tired, any VFX work is being overworked. So, one dude who worked on WandaVision came out with an interview this week. He said before he quit, he said he was working 16 hour days Jeez. doing graphic work for WandaVision. He said, literally, from the time I woke up until probably midnight that night, doing his computer all day. No breaks or anything, just on the computer all day doing visual effects work, all for WandaVision. Pivoting to CG, so focus on we have to make everything bigger and better, and things aren't as practical as they used to be. But again, into the Spider Verse, I make an exception for that one. 
because the movie was great. Overworking and stress thin. And then it shows in the movies and it shows in the TV shows. And I think that's what you described is that if people are working almost 16, 18 hour days, here's your movie. It shows that there's not any care or consideration put into it. It is how fast can we turn it out? And then what's the next pivot to the the next property? I mean, again, the fact that I don't have a Blade movie, but Blade got announced alongside of a whole bunch of TV shows that had already been out. Thor Love and Thunder. Should I have had a Blade movie instead of Thor Love and Thunder? Yes. I don't think anybody should be arguing that fact. Yeah. Chris like, Hemsworth would even agree with you on that. A lot of these actors don't want to be a part of whatever's going forward unless there's something meaningful. So the money doesn't even mean anything to them. Just on a soundstage for four or five months, everything kind of goes back to it being CG. Star Wars stuff, which is, again, you, you see the same thing there where they just kind of ran out of ideas and then those ideas don't mean much. Again, Obi-Wan should not have been like that. Boba Fett should not have been like that. What are we really doing? Like, why are we supposed to go to a movie theater? Why are we supposed to to Disney Plus? And Disney Plus has been losing subscribers. And then there are certain things about a lot of streaming services, like whether it be ones that offer TV and or like things like Disney Plus. So like live TV is raising their prices and the prices are insane. And in the case of Disney Plus, it's probably going to be close to like $16, $20, somewhere in that range. What are you actually really paying for? How often are you watching this stuff? And then uh, a lot of that streaming money is transitory because people will sign up. Cell phone providers going to offer you free Peacock. <laughs> Disney offers you buy Apple Watch and you get three months of Hulu Live TV. And then after that, it's like you don't really want to keep it. If that's your main medium, the mid-level budget movie doesn't really exist any longer. But some of the stuff would have been that. Well, we were talking about Blue Beetle. That Blue Beetle should have likely been on TV, but might be like $120 million for like a, a budget? Yeah, something like that. They like I said, they lost money. Last few movies they put out, they just been losing. And, and then you add Black Adam into that. I think we forgot to mention that. The Rock has single-handedly destroyed almost two franchises at this point. <laughs> yeah. Again, they let that man have control when they should No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Like, the whole thing about Shazam, Black Adam... Should have already happened. The whole thing between Shazam, Superman, and Black Adam has happened on the animated side, but it should have happened in live action. When you had all the characters, when you had at least people in those roles, did we need a Black Adam movie? Should Black Adam have been in that second Shazam movie? That's where all that should have happened. Instead of turning Shazam into the multiracial Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you accomplishing at this point? Things like Seeking Invasion. What is that accomplishing? Nothing. Yeah. Other than they thought it was going to be this big reveal that everybody's like, oh my God. Oh, that's so amazing. Rhodey's been scrolled this whole time? No, nah, didn't work. Why is that important? Rhodey is a B-tier character, specifically Iron Man 2, which is a movie that he is in <laughs> as the primary character. He's still a B-tier character. In his own movie. Iron Man 3, he didn't really play too much of a role. And then in the Avengers movie, he's basically the sidekick to Tony Stark. Side character is essentially a scroll for the whole time. With a limp. Broke his back. I mean, again, trying to retcon some of this stuff into whatever way you're trying to mold the clay 
just does not work to somebody that is supposed to care about of it. It's really offensive. You don't have any vision. The wherewithal to follow along with the planning that you were doing even like four years ago. You used to look at a comic book movie with hope. Hey, I hope they do this. If they went in this direction, maybe you're like really cool and they put all that on screen and then it's just, well, you kind of get this run-of-the-mill, middling writing, not a lot of effort or thought put into what it's supposed to be. Why is this important at this point? And when you start looking at this as far as money is concerned, why should you be getting my dollars when there's, there's a recession going on or there's other things I could be spending my money on, whether it be content-wise or something? Why should I be spending it on Star Wars and or Marvel and or DC? Top Gun was a great movie. Yeah. Everyone's going to take the wrong point of view, particularly with Spider-Man, the more recent one, and then also Barbie. They're going to take the wrong messages from it. And then you're going to get nothing but that for the next three to four years. And then when that fails. Randall Park had a statement he made where he said, unfortunately, Hollywood now is going to look at the success of Barbie and say, we need more toy-based movies, he said, and that's not the point of the success of it. He said, the point is to have more female created movies. He said, that's what the fuck Hollywood was supposed to do, but that's not what they are going to do, because what they see it as is, we made a movie about a doll, and it worked. Yeah. And so now, we're going to go do this, and that's what you're going to get for the next five or six years. 